Uh uh. I know what you're thinking. Did he fire six shots or only five? Well, to tell you the truth, in all this excitement, I've kind of lost track myself. But being this is a .44 Magnum, the most powerful handgun in the world, and would blow your head clean off, you've got to ask yourself one question: Do I feel lucky? Well, do you, punk? to know what's going on right now. I'm a little flustered. Everybody, this is a... Welcome to the Sewers of Brooklyn, New York. Uh, Nick the Rat Radio. I'm Nick the Rat. This is episode 179, I think, if, I, if my accountant has been accounting right. I'm a little... feeling a little weird tonight. Last week, I tried to drink coffee before the show, and, and it, it worked out pretty good, so I was trying to do it again this week, but something happened. Something very unfortunate happened, and... I really don't know if I should share it with everybody. I love you too, Jason. I don't know if I should be sharing the story with people. If if you have young kids in the room, you might want to remove them and put them, put them into another room. Or if you don't mind them to know about... Uh... Okay, look, look, this is what happened. I, I had a... I had a hot cup of coffee. It was hotter than I thought it was going to be. So I was, I went to drink it and it kind of spilt in my lap. I spilt it in, I spilt it on. I have an ice pack on my lap right now. Right on my boys. I spilt, oh, geez. Got this ice pack over here. I just, I looked in the cup and the the coffee was boiling. It was boiling in the cup. Now I've done some pretty stupid things in my life, but I I never thought I would I'd burn my little my little man. So instead of coffee this week, I got some El Jimador, some uh, some tequila. I think this is going to help me. Yeah. Oh jeez. I think I, I I'll be okay. I'll be okay. Luckily, I don't have to talk with my testicles, so the hopefully the skin that's peeling off them right now, the blistering under the heat, it won't affect the show too much. So I'm just gonna. No, I don't think there's a lawsuit involved. This was my own stupidity. This kind of brings me into the topic of tonight's show. We're talking about, well, in my case, the lack of. We're talking about luck. See, we we get into a lot of stuff in on uh, Nick the Rat Radio. We we talk about paranormal paranormal topics, aliens, monsters in the wilderness, Bigfoot, 
We also talk about some psychological stuff, things things in the head, the mind, uh, like sugar addiction and stuff. So I, I usually get into until uh, everything usually breaks down for me into uh, fate and free will. So where 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 does where does luck fit into all that? We're gonna we're gonna look into this topic tonight. I was going to try to have I was I'm having a bad streak of luck whatever whatever this luck thing is that we figure it out but right now I feel like I'm having horrible luck. I burnt my boys. I got the, my phone line. I thought I had it working connected to the phone system so everybody could I could use the mic but I still have to talk into the phone and not through the mic. I'll I'll get it working soon. I I thought I'd be able to have a new Twitch overlay by now but that didn't happen either. I'm just you know what? We we have a lot of show tonight. Uh, well, one good thing is I sent out all the art last week. Everybody got it. That's a good thing. But this week's art giveaway. Uh, luckily, I don't need to use my balls to draw pictures with. Ah, uh, they're they're swollen right now and steamy. This I'm, oh, I shouldn't be talking about it. It's gross. Ah. Uh, Hold on, I need another drink. This week's secret phrase that pays is let's hear it for the boys. So when I open up the phone lines, when you give me a call, you could, uh, if you just say, let's hear it for, let's hear it for the boys. And we'll, you'll, you'll get the artwork for this week. We have a lot of show though. We have news. We've got stories. We've, we we got voicemails. Oh God! We hold on. I, I'm gonna have to play the first song here. I need to re up my ice pack. We're gonna listen to a little bit of Akira Death Road. <laughs> Thank you. 
Oh, goddamn. Uh, that was a cute death road. Whoever suggested salt on the ice on my balls was... When Where's my drink? That, does, that didn't work. Uh, thank God for a cure, though. Okay, let's be professional here. Luck. I can't even think straight. Luck. It's, um... I heard a story about luck being linked to Lucifer or something. The Morning Star, which turned out to be some bullshit. Uh, but that kind of wraps it around, too, because Christians, I don't think they believe in, in free will. See, this makes no sense. Because if luck is real, it's not really free will. Free will. It's, it's more fate, isn't it? Because you're fated to do something good or fated to do something bad, but... But the people that believe in God think that that there's um, only one, only one thing that could happen. It's, uh, whatever God makes happen. So, so there is no luck in their eyes because God, he, he he doesn't do luck. He doesn't do the luck thing. He doesn't, as Einstein said, he doesn't roll the dice. Whew. But. Would luck be considered more fate or free will? Because if it's not determined, then do you control it? Do you have control over your own over your own luck? These these are the these are the questions we're going to be thinking about tonight. Oh boy, my balls hurt. Nine one seven seven one nine five nine two three. All right, can I talk yet, Nick? Jesus Christ, get a new voice message welcoming. Uh, anyway, greetings from Spearfish, Stillwater. The first time we really connected, we talked about the runes. Maybe this Wednesday, I'll get off early enough to talk about the runes with you again. Later, Nick. I, I like my voicemail, but yeah, I will. Thank you, Slacker. I'll try not to lose my nuts. Uh, I like my voicemail. I thought it was pretty cool. It doesn't really say Nick the Rat on it, though, so people calling me might not know that it's really my voicemail, which could be very confusing for people. And, but, you know, whatever, I'll work around it. But I, I if you haven't heard the voicemail, you should give a call to 917-719-5923. It's... It's a pretty, it's pretty cool. It's a pretty good voicemail. Ah, uh, oh, these the ice. It's melting. Uh, but thank you for that voice voicemail. Uh, we have a lot of voicemail actually. Which we'll listen to later. Let me go to a. I think we got some gas blast actually. Uh, if you want to email me at nick at nicktherat dot com, we could read some gas blast. I'm read. I'll be reading those all night, and it'll be a it'll be a good time. God, my balls. Um, let's go to the first one. I got a whole bunch of gas blasts too. I wish I could organize this better. I got all these advertisements for uh, pills and stuff. I don't. I don't need those. I could. I could last all minute. Uh, let's see here. Nick. Uh, Nick the rat. Here we go. My first gas blast of the evening. Thoughts on thoughts. Thoughts on thoughts. 
Um, I kind of like thoughts. You put them in the oven for a little bit. You get them all nice and crispy on the outside, and you dip them in ketchup and some mayonnaise. Tater thoughts, right? Those are pretty good. I like them. Thanks for the gas blast. It's always nice that there's people out there that want to know what I eat. Um, Tater thoughts are definitely one of the many foods that rats consume. That's always good. Also, copious amounts of liquor, especially when your balls are on fire. Uh, Okay. Show's going good right now. It's going so good that I'm probably going to play a really quick advertisement. Because we need to make money down the sewer. And we did get a couple contributions over the past week. A couple new subscribers. Just want to say thanks for for joining the sewer the sewer squad. Hashtag sewer chat. Fun times. And oh boy. We'll be right back after after these messages. From the Dark Sewer Network. died except this one guy guy my name is bill oh my god bill how did you avoid death like that i have balls crystal balls from the dark sewer network i'd be dead without them or your balls today only 69.99 for a pair Outside, I'm just doing the news these days. What is he doing out there? He's ball slinging. Is that what he's? I wish I had some crystal balls. This coffee burnt. This is seriously the stupidest thing I've ever done. Hopefully, this liquor kicks in soon. Uh, let's listen to a song really quick. We'll be right back with some more information, news, uh, entertainment, uh, fun, fun entertainment. Fun, fun, funtainment, in fun, uh, whatever. Siphon the four rotation. I'm about to rotate these balls. I'll be right back.
Oh, yes. Once again. We say hi to Nick the Rat. Back to Nick the Rat Radio. That was just a Siphonophore rotation. That's a great. That song got got me in the mood to talk about luck. A lot of people in the chat were arguing about if ball. Uh, we're not talking about this show is not about ball skin, but I still think ball skin is actually skin. There's people in there saying that ball skin is not skin. If if you want to get in on the fun, go to. Go to something. Go find my chat room somehow. I'm great at promoting it. Um, what about luck? They've been arguing about if it is fate or free will. I saw a lot of fates in there, but I I challenge thee. Is luck really fate? Because I read that fate, uh, not fate, luck. Luck comes with those who believe in it. Most people that have bad luck are depressed. See, it, it could go either way. It's like the yin yang. It's very everything's very very Buddhist out there, isn't it? <sighs> did I burn my balls because of bad luck, or did I burn them due to I was sad about something? Did if you find a quarter on the street, is it good luck, or were you looking for a quarter? That's a uh, that's a famous uh, Robert Anton Wilson uh, experiment. If you if you're out there looking for something, you could uh, you could get it. There's more of a chance of you getting it. So you kind of create your own luck. But if you create your own luck, that's that's free will. But some things you can't control. It seems it seems like this fate and and luck. It could go either way. It's. Maybe none of it's real. Maybe there's a whole other thing out there that we're not even we're not aware of as humans that we haven't discovered yet. Well, as rodents. <laughs> like, you ever wonder why all the cars look the same? Maybe if um, the guy was Ford, maybe if Ford made cars a little bit differently, but functionable, but different cars today would be completely different uh, things. It's just that we know of cars looking with four wheels. Maybe if the first car had like six wheels or three wheels, but, you know, four wheels, I guess, works. But, you know, like the, uh, 
I don't know. Like everything looks uh, looks the same, but that's because of the the Zeitgeist or something. I don't know. We're going way off topic here, so we should break. We should rope it back down. Let's rope it back down. This is weird. I'm getting a lot of alerts. This one's from. Wait, I just got a a message from Palestine. Saying that there's lights over Texas right now. Patterns of light over Texas. So if you're out in the West Coast, go uh, go check outside. Look up in the sky and see if you see anything like that. I'm getting reports of uh, patterns of light in the sky. Very strange. Uh, you know what? Let's go. Let's let's go. Uh, let's go. Uh, throw it over to Zindu. <laughs> Welcome back to another great episode of the Dark Sewer Network News, starring me, Zindu, the best alien in all of your 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 news feeds. Basically, you don't have to find news anywhere. You just come to the Nick the Rat Show, and you listen to the the news segments with me, Zindu, and you'll know everything you need to know. Uh, this week, we're gonna find out everything you need to know about gold. An Australian bloke, are they called blokes in Australia, or are they, what are they called, fuckers, cunts, I don't know. Uh, an Australian, we'll stick with bloke, for PG, uh, for the kids out there. So, he, fuck, I said so already, oh, I'm gonna cut off another nut. Nick said if I said so, he has to cut off a nut. That's so. right, I did tell fuck, you Fuck, oh, I'm down to like five nuts now. Okay, let's get back to it. An Australian bloke found a golden nugget using a metal detector. Now, how big is this nugget? Well, let me tell you, it's a it's not a it's not a goddamn chicken nugget. <clears throat> this nugget was fucking huge. It was a pretty big one. It was 49 ounces. And the crazy thing is it was only it's like the size of his hand. So it was, it's it's a really compact gold nugget. It's like Mother Earth was squishing this between her butt cheeks for a while before it popped out to this guy's metal detector. He brought it in, the the guy, the bloke, and the guy the guy behind the counter was like, holy shitballs, I don't have enough money for that one. That was a, it's a hundred thousand dollars, holy shitballs. I was um, listening to an old old uh, radio show, I think it's called Art Bell, it was like in the 90s, and they were talking about the price of gold, and and they were saying, oh, they were like, oh, it's only uh, $300 an ounce. I'm like, hold, I mean, yeah, that's a... Uh, I was like, wow, that's that's a lot for gold. So people are buying gold at $300 an ounce? And then, I, you know, I'm sorry, I, I saunter over to the the future machine, the internet. And it's no longer 1995. I looked at the price of gold. It's like $1,300 now. Holy shit. If in 95 I put I put all of my Octarian ducats into into gold, I would I won't have to be doing this radio show right now. Just shows you. Like... That's the sucky part about the market, though. You never know when things are going to top out or when it's going to go up. It's it's basically luck-based. <laughs> I knew I could tie it in. Nick, I get to keep my nut now. You said if I could tie the, the news report into to luck, that if I do say that unsacred word, that I'll be able to keep my testicles in place on my chin. Nom, 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 nom. Anyway... If you're in Australia and you got a gold, det- why don't they have like giant gold metal detectors? I'm sure that 
I'm sure, like, if you aimed harp at the floor, you could find gold at, like, thousands of feet down. What the fuck? I don't know. Maybe we should get on that, everybody. We should invest in building the world's largest metal detector. Also with a magnet, so we not to dig. You basically detect the metal, you hit a button. Maybe, like, just a big old fucking electromagnet. Is it magnetic? Or is gold magnetic? Let's see. Is gold magnetic? We're doing some so. uh, stuff on here. Is a bulk form like metal? I don't it's think not it's magnetic. Ah, oh, it's not magnetic. No, it's not. Well, I guess we'll just buy the we'll build a detector and hire some people to dig it up. Okay, this is uh, Zindu reporting to you from the Dark Sewer Network News Network for news. I'll be back a little bit later with more interesting nuggets. <laughs> I gotta stop eating those crickets in the sewer. They're filled with tar. Well, Zindu, you're lucky this week because you get to keep your job and you get to keep your testicles because you linked it back into the topic of the week. We're talking about luck this week. And that Australian guy got lucky as fuck, man. Imagine you're just... I, I, I'm trying to buy one of these these here um, metal detectors, but in New York City, kind of sucks because the floor is covered with concrete. There is, like, no dirt. You can't just dig concrete up. And if you use a metal detector, you're just going to find pipes and shit. I got to get out of the city. I got to get out of the city. I got to get like a metal detector, like a golf cart. Just drive that around. I have ideas. I have ideas to become rich. But I'm like stuck in this goddamn sewer. (sighs) We're going to play another uh, song. Actually, when we come back, we we have something special coming up. We're gonna play it. We're gonna play it when we come back. We're gonna do a little bit of this, a little bit of that. We'll be right back uh, to Nick the Rat. Oh, Nero, bloody hell!
Nick the Rat Radio. This is Nick the Rat Radio, and I am Radio. Uh, I'm still really confused about how I actually burnt like three layers of scrotum tonight. It's a. It has to be. It has. Yeah. Well, there's actually. Okay. Where did? Where is the the? Okay. Let's go to the definition of luck because I usually do that now. Duck definition. Duck. Uh. Luck. Luck definition. Uh. Go right to the source. Success or failure, apparently brought by chance rather than one's own actions. So that is not will. If it's not by your own actions, it's not by will. But, hold on with me here. Let's go to the Merriam-Webster. Because Merriam is sexy. A force that brings good fortune or adversity. A force. Wait, isn't magnetism and gravity forces? I didn't know luck. I didn't know luck was a force. Can you measure this? Is there a fucking luck force? Uh, The events or circumstances that operate for or against an individual. So luck could either go one way or another. Well, it's called bad luck. Yes, bad luck. Uh, Favoring chance. Ah, jeez. This ice is really melting. It's making my fucking feet cold now. It's dripping down my thighs. Um, What is the origin of luck? It looks like it originated from... Uh, from good luck. <laughs> Jaluk? Gillette? Uh, G-E-L-U-K. Gallock. Gallock. I guess they'd be walking around in the old times like, Galaxia. 
You know what I'm saying? Stuff like that. Oh, jeez. Woo. It's getting hot in here. It's getting pretty damn hot. Okay, this is what we're going to do. We're going to talk about luck a little bit later. Because I'm feeling like we don't have any of it right now. We're going to go to a voicemail. We're going to play a Zindu. And then I have something super special. So special. You're all going to feel very lucky. You're about to get lucky with me tonight, everybody. So first, first a voicemail. Ooh, my balls. Okay, and we're going to open up the phone lines after the next song. So if you remember the phrase that pays, which I already forgot it, then give me a call and let me know what it is. Ooh, voicemail, 917-719-5923. Give me a call if you want to talk about luck, if you want to talk about the lights over Texas right now, if you want to talk about my balls. You're listening to the Dark Sewer Network, otherwise known as DSN, Dark Sewer Network. Sure. Hey, this is Tony Wolf. Tony the Wolf calling Nick the Rat. Hi. Nick the Rat. Nick the Rat. <laughs> Just wanted to say hello. I love listening to Nick the Rat. Sewer Radio. Makes me think of the fact that the Latin word for rat. Yeah. Isn't it some fancy Latin word? And it ends in the word ratus. Ratus. I mean, R-A-T-T-U-S. Ratus. Perhaps the Latin name for Nick the Rat is Nicholas Ratus. Nicholas Probiscum Voscum Ratus. Are you not entertained? I'm just throwing on some words that sound Latin there. Nicholas Quod Erat Demonstratum Ratus. Of the genus Ratus, Ratissimo. Ratissimo. I get it. Ratissimo. And I, it's a time kept the fault. It's Ratissimo. That was a, an Italian Nick the Rat listener. An Italian Nick the Rat fan. So I randomly picked one of your recent episodes to listen to, uh, and I heard some fun stuff about plant microbiology. You know, I think plants are just, they're, 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 they're tricking us. They're playing a trick on us. They're having us on, as the British say. Are you having a go? I think they're having a go at us. Because the plants, you know, plants are smart. Maybe they're smarter than humans. They've learned, like cats, that they can have a pretty chill life. They can have a pretty good existence if they just sit around and and let us provide them with, with water and maybe some food, plant food, you know. Those little miracle grow thingies. Miracle grow for plants, it's like a smoothie for us, you know. It's like a smoothie for us humans. Don't feed Human smoothies to your plants. Don't do it. Um, they won't appreciate it. And what are the greys? What are the aliens? The grey aliens? What do they think of plants? Do they commune with plants? Do they have a psychic mind meld with plants? 
Uh, those are all very good questions, caller. <laughs> if you think about it, if you have a, like a smoothie that's made of smoothie made of um, I'm starting to get drunk now. My balls, I can't even feel them anymore. This is great. Um, smoothie, uh, like a vegetable smoothie. If you have a like a celery and all that shit, and then you spill it out onto a plant, it's kind of like. Plant cannibalism, isn't it? Kind of gross. Okay, we're going to play a quick fucking news update because why the hell not? And then we're going to have something special coming up. Okay, here we go. Welcome back to the uh, important news of the week. This is the week of, I don't fucking know, I could lie to you and you wouldn't know because you, you're probably listening to this pre-recorded, even though you could listen to it live, doesn't fuck, it's, it's Wednesday, the 22nd of 2019, 522. Okay, look, let's get back to something more important here. The most important news of the year, NXVIMXVVVIMVM, sex slave, Rainier and Allison Mack bullshit, blah, blah, blah. We're back, but I got some new interesting tidbits. Oh, boy. Are the bits titty, titty bitties, bit tits, tit, titty bitty bitty, titty bitty hits. Ah. Allison Mack allegedly wanted NXIVM slave masters to, quote, unquote, be sister wives. It looks like Rainier was about to knock all these bitches up and all these bitches were going to raise a bunch of army of Rainiers together in a... Well, you know, this sounds pretty nice. This sounds like the Mormons to me. Don't the Mormons do this? They uh, have they all have sex with one guy and... Uh, you know what this is? This is the Mormons trying to sneak into into the, north, the northern areas of the world. This is like one or two states that have Mormons, right? Yeah, Mormons sure. do this? Or is, that, or is that some other group? I don't know. Uh, look... If you want to have more than one wife, that, that's on you, buddy, because, geez, if you're trying to take care of one one already, even half a wife is a lot of work. Oh, I, mean, I was seeing this uh, half a lady once, and we got married had a couple kids. Don't ask me how she had kids, but it didn't come out of one side that you thought it would have. Okay, this is going neither here nor there. This is not about me. This is about Allison Mack. So let's get back on to Allison Mack and how she's whack. So... She, oh fuck! I said the fucking so fucking word shit. God damn! My Cutting balls your balls off, let's, let's 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 loop luck in here. Maybe we can luck loop looky luck luck. Another tidbit of information about Allison Mack is that she was married to a woman, a Canadian woman. Really? And Jeff Renier told. Allison Mack to marry her so she could get uh, uh so she could live here legally. So that's lucky for her, right? I can't believe she wasn't thrown out yet. She was just part of the sex slave. She's part of the NXIVM sex ring. She's probably having sex with uh Jeff Rainier too. Is that Jeff Rainier? Is it Rainier? I don't fucking know his first name is Keith Rainier. I don't know why I'm calling Oh, Jeff. Don't know why I'm calling him Jeff, but I'm calling him Jeff. Keith Rainier was having sex with Allison Mack's wife. So not only is this like a uh, uh, burning, uh, you know, the worst thing that they did was just fucking give people, they branded some people. 
this is kind of reminding me of of uh, what was that? What was that uh, place that 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 lady on the X Files? The wall? Who's <laughs> yeah? Sometimes I do a lot of stretching over here. This state secretary, Judge Janet Reno. Was that Janet Reno? Yeah, Janet Reno. Janet Reno, Waco, Texas. Yes, she she fucking quit because of Waco. This sounds a lot like the Waco, Texas thing without guns. What were they really doing in this NXIVM thing other than getting a whole bunch of... I don't want to say it, but stupid women to have sex with one guy. I well, <laughs> If it wasn't for stupid women having sex with one guy, I wouldn't have any fun on Saturday nights, if you know what I'm trying to say over here. Either way, I can't wait to watch how this whole thing rolls out. Allison Mack was married to a woman... And her her wife his her her wife which sounds a little strange to say uh, her wife was spotted around the headquarters of NVIXVIMVVV, and supposedly people still think that this organization is still exists. There's probably a sisterhood of traveling Rainier jizz guzzlers out there or something. I don't fucking know. Anyway, we'll, we'll be we'll we'll stay on top of this story, even though I said I wasn't going to cover it anymore until there's a verdict. But oh boy, oh boy, do I love squeezing my nipples when I read these stories? What it just f- fucking feels good inside. Anyway, I hope you have a a great night because the show's. No, I'm just joking. We'll be back for a little bit more a little bit later. This is Zindu telling you not to get mixed up with some kinky fucking wife swapping freaks. Bye. Or if you do. Send me a fucking invite. <laughs> uh, Nick the Rat Radio is looking for a new newsreader. I'm kind of I'm getting a little sick of um, Zindu and his filthy fucking ways and shit. He's making me look bad. Okay. Uh... Tonight's episode is about luck, and you guys are all about to get lucky. Everybody here, everybody that's listening right now, either now or in the future or in the past. I don't think you could listen in the past. You could listen in the future. You could listen to this past show in the future, but you can't listen to a future show in the past. I think we're making up some new rules here. But we have a very, very special treat for you. And for me, I haven't even listened to this yet. And I cannot wait. I, I've been uh, been craving one of these for a long time. We have a story. No, not from fucking, what's his face? Mystery Man. Actually, we do have a Mystery Man story. I should take that back. He He might have a... Like a rapier or something. Rapier? Stab me in the asshole with it. My balls already hurt. I don't need that. Um, Illuminatia has been kind enough to grace us with a, another story. So let's gather around the burning garbage can. Get warm, cozy, and give a listen to this. Then after the after the story, we'll play music and then we'll open the phone lines. This is going to be a long show, by the way, people. 
So you're lucky that that you're you're. Um, I don't fucking know. Let's play the play the clip. Play the story. We hear it already. Yeah, play. Oh, hold on one second. Play the fucking story. Play it. That's not the story. That's not the story. I didn't say play Zindu. To play the story. The one that Illuminati is. Can you. This story is called Jerry and the Pathological Liars by Illuminati. Four people were waiting quietly in a semicircle, fidgeting nervously in squeaky chairs, with at least one chair distance away from each other. The walls around them were painted in a lavender pastel color, and there are inspirational posters here and there. One read, It's never too late to be what you could have been, with George Eliot's name printed below. A woman in her 50s with bleached, dry blonde hair, leathery dark skin, and overdone blue eyeshadow rolled her eyes when she read this poster. She was slightly overweight, and she wore a white ACDC t-shirt that was slightly see-through, and her blue bra showed through it. Rolls of fat popped out from underneath it, which were being pushed up with shorts that were too tight for her. She had oddly thin legs that stuck out awkwardly from her shorts. She wore muddy brown boots that had seen better days. Two chairs down from her sat a very thin Latino man with a thick head of hair. He had weather-beaten and scarred face and weary, tired brown eyes. He wore a collared shirt and jeans. He sat slouched over with his elbows resting on his legs and his two hands clasped together in one giant fist, as though he were praying. Two chairs over was a very pale woman who was quite attractive. She couldn't have been over 24. Her face was naturally beautiful, with large pink lips and green eyes, but the makeup she wore gave her an artificial plastic appearance. She would have looked much better without it. Long, black, wavy hair cascaded down her shoulders. She was thin, except for her large, fake breasts. She was trying to start a conversation with the Latino man, flirtatiously twirling her hair and leaning in towards him, exposing a generous amount of cleavage. But the man only gave her an annoyed look. She gave up, looking very rejected, and pulled out her phone and began to look through some Instagram posts. The final person sat at the very end of the semicircle, three chairs length away from the plastic woman. He looked black, except he had rusty red hair and freckles. He sat straight up nervously with his hands in his lap. He was wearing a light yellow polo with sleeves that fit tightly around his biceps, and pressed light gray trousers and brown leather loafers. He was also on his phone. He was updating his LinkedIn profile. Finally, a large black woman holding a clipboard walked into the room. She wore a flowy floral dress and a pink silk scarf. Her salt and pepper hair was braiding down to the middle of her back. She surveyed the group through thick-rimmed glasses, which made her eyes look comically large. Everyone in the room shifted uncomfortably when she entered. Hello, everyone, she greeted the group in a hushed tone. It's so quiet in here, and that's all about to change here in a minute. She walked to a chair that was placed at the center of the semicircle and placed her clipboard down onto her lap and clasped her hands and lay them gently on the clipboard. Let's start by introducing ourselves. My name is Shelley, 
I've been a psychiatrist for 20 years. 20 years? My God, I'm old, she said, clasping her fist to her chest and chuckling. I grew up in Oakland, California. I was an undergraduate at UC Berkeley and got my PhD at UCSF. I moved to Portland once I graduated college, and I've been here ever since. I have two sons and a wonderful husband. I'm happy to be with all of you today, she said, kindly smiling at the group. She looked to her right and looked at the Latino man. Okay, she said. You can say as little or as much as you want, but you have to say something, she said. The man was peeking at Shelley from his clasped hands. He took a deep breath and sat upright. He licked his lips and cleared his throat. <clears> throat> oh, my name is Benny. I grew up in Venezuela, and I moved to California when I was about 17. I delivered, I delivered alcohol to restaurants until I moved here and started a restaurant of my own. And I love music. He had the kind of melodic, smooth accent that women often swooned over in romantic movies. Do you play any instruments? Shelley asked. Yes, I play bass. That's cool, said Shelley. Now you are going to ask the person next to you what their name is. Benny straightened up inside. It wasn't that he didn't want to speak. He just didn't want to speak to this particularly flirtatious person on his right. Go on, she encouraged. Benny stared at Shelly, trying to convey the message that he really didn't want to do this, but Shelly only lifted her eyebrows as if to say, I don't care. <clears throat> what is your name? Clearly reluctant. My name is Alex, or Alexandra, or whatever, she said cheerily. I used to be an ER nurse and then got myself through school as a stripper. <laughs> she laughed and looked around to see if, how everyone would react, smiling. But now I work in sales at a small tech company. I like Muay Thai, cooking, baking, and I have two kids. Benny stared at Alex, or Alexandria, or whatever, and narrowed his eyes. How old are you? he asked. Twenty-two, she replied. How did you manage to do all of that in such a short amount of time? I didn't sleep much, she said, shrugging. Benny's eyebrows lifted. What? she said defensively. It's your turn to ask now. He motioned towards the person next to her impatiently. Okay, fine, she said. She was disappointed that she didn't get the reaction she wanted from the group. What's your name? Alex or Alexandria or whatever asked the woman in the two tight-fitting clothes. Sarah, she said in a gruff voice. Alex waited for her to say something else. And? Ain't nothing, said Sarah. Alex or Alexandria or whatever's eyes widened. And she looked to her other side. Sarah huffed and turned to her right. She kicked the man of ambiguous race with her dirty boot, lightly on the leg to get his attention. He looked down at his leg and frowned. She'd left a bit of dirt on his immaculate pants. What's your name? You're a weird-looking motherfucker, ain't you? Asked Sarah. The man stringed his back and looked at her with annoyance. Just trying to be friendly, Sarah said. Eric's face scrunched up with a look of amazed disbelief. Now go and say something about yourself, Sarah said impatiently. I'm Eric. I like golf and weightlifting. I'm an ex-marine and I'm an attorney. After a long pause, Shelley broke the silence. Are you done, hon? Eric nodded. Great, she said, clasping her hands together. We all said something. That was excellent. 
She sighed deeply as if she were preparing herself to say the next sentence. So we all know why we're here. You've all been seeing your respective therapists because you're all trying to work through your infidelity. She emphasized the T in infidelity. We're all here to help each other heal. This is going to be uncomfortable. You will feel shame, regret, embarrassment, and sorrow. But you're taking the steps to not only stop hurting the person you love, but to stop hurting the people around you. This affects everyone in your life, not just you and your partner. You will need to open up to complete strangers, but I assure you, when you do it, you'll feel much better. After all, you're all in the same boat, and I'm here to be your husband. I will wait for somebody to start. There was some silence for a while, then Benny raised his hand. Good, Benny, let's hear it. Share anything you like. Well, that's only part one. I can't wait to see where this goes. This seems like a little uh, group therapy meeting that that must be seen. It's midnight in the sewers, everybody. This is not boring. It's midnight in the sewers. If that was boring, then my show is then my show is boring. How dare you say my show is bo- I need a drink. <sighs> okay, now it's not boring. I'm feeling good now. Well, everybody, we're talking about luck tonight. And I don't know who's luckier than everybody here. They just got a nice story there. A great story. Had nothing to do about my burnt testicles and it was a uh, which still hurt uh where, where were we where we should play a song it's midnight in the sewers this is not really a request for the familiar for familiar for fulfilling fulfilling request but um somebody close to me wanted to hear more chrono trigger so we got Count Squashula. I like that name. Chrono Trigger Shallas Theme Remix. They sing. 
Hey everybody, we're back. I just got some walnuts here. Mmm. Walnuts are really good for you. Um. That was a. This is so rude that I'm chewing on my nuts. Count Squashula. Final trigger shell. Ow. 917 Hey, Nick. Uh, yeah, I was wondering. This sounds like a really interesting topic. I have a question for you. Sure. Uh, do you think, like, there's a collective consciousness of luck? Is there, like, a luck bank in the sky, more or less? Because, let me tell you, I don't know, people have been sucking my luck away from me. There's got to be some real lucky fucker somewhere, because I've been down my luck pretty bad. It's, uh, it's not good. I went to, uh, went to go gambling last week, and I spent my life savings at craps. And apparently you're not supposed to play by taking the shit on the table. They threw me out. They took all my money. What? Uh, just... Do you have any ideas if there is a bank of luck in the sky, how I could suck it off instead of people sucking it off of me? Thanks. This is Joe from Nevada. Bye. Joe from Nevada brings up a good point. Maybe luck is like a big nut in the sky that people are just sucking on. Or maybe it squirts on people. Willy-nilly. Maybe that's where the word, the the phrase willy-nilly comes from. Because willy-nilly, you know what I mean? It just squirts luck down on you. Maybe we should open up the phone lines. <clears throat> Talk to the people, the good people of the planet Earth. Yeah, it's already fucking late. It's um, 917-719-592. How do you? Okay, and now, okay. 5923. The phone lines are open. You can give me a call. You can talk about luck. You could talk about the lights over the skies of Texas. You could talk. Whoa. You could talk about whatever. Uh, hello, caller. Hey, Nick's a rat. That's my hello. name. Yes. And first off, I would like to say... I really feel sorry about the incident with your scrotum, and I hope everything works out and gets better for you. I've been I've been rubbing ice on them. They're, they're doing okay. <laughs> so here's a question for you in regarding of luck. Yeah. If you were to go to an espresso stand for coffee, not to you know say it's a bad thing, and you find out that the person ahead of you paid for your coffee, would you consider yourself lucky? They paid for my coffee. Right. Did they pay it because they thought I was, um, did they like see my nuts and they were like, ooh, that boy needs some coffee, let me pay, or was it an accidental purchase? No, but if it was an intentional purchase intentional of the purchase. next person behind them coffee. I don't know if that would be very lucky because that person in front of me might be a serial killer and they're just trying to find out where I live to kill me. See, the way I look at it, for me, that's karma. I do that on occasion. I will just randomly buy the coffee for whomever it is behind me in line because I don't know who the hell they are. But what if they think it's luck? What if they think they're lucky? And I'm just thinking, no, I'm doing it because, well, I'm being a nice person right now and I want to do something nice for someone else. What time for do me, you usually karma. get coffee? What time do you go for coffee? Uh, about 4 o'clock in the morning. 4 o'clock in the morning. Go to get coffee. Okay, well, you know, yeah, it's um, one over by the, it's over by the Chevron Station. Chevron Station coffee, four in the morning. Mm -hmm. 
Uh, uh, caller? Yeah. Can you turn your radio down, please? It's like I'm trying to figure out where I could get this coffee for free from, and all I hear is your radio in the background. Um, that's kind of impressive because I'm in a room that's not even close to my computer. I have really good hearing. And you yes, to... you do. No, look, okay. If you're going to call my show and you're going to offer me free coffee at four in the morning, mm-hmm. Chevron, I think I could be there at that time. Uh, yeah, look for the white Buick. White Buick, white van. It's got the goat the in the back. Goat in the back. Um, uh, one last question for you, caller. Sure. Has anybody ever bought you coffee? Yes. But they did that and I knew about it beforehand. We're talking about luck tonight, people. I don't want to hear about people buying you coffee willy-nilly. Wait, willy-nilly is luck. Man. Tequila is really messing with my brain. The coffee last week, I was much more on top of my game. I knew what I was talking about. But this week, I don't know what I'm trying to say because I'm pretty drunk. 917-719-5923 is how you get in touch with me. If you want to touch me, give me a call. But right now, we have some advertisements. You work hard. Don't you deserve to rest hard? Now you can be hard all day using the Dark Sewer Lean Stick. Made from recycled lumber found in the sewer, you can relax in style with the Lean Stick. It's like a chair you can carry with you everywhere you go. Style hard today with the Dark Sewer Lean Stick. Only $69.99. That guy sounded like Zindu, didn't he? Let's let's do a Zindu. I think that sounded like Zindu. We're all going to die. Zindu says, run for the mountains because you're going to die. You're going to fucking die quick. The climate's going to kill you. The earth's going to kill you. The nuclear power is going to fucking murder you. Uh, looks like there is a, another article that I just read about on the U.S. put a nuclear waste under a dome on a Pacific island. And now it is cracking open. It's on. This is on the Washington Post. It came out May 20th, 2019. They talk about the nuclear explosion on and then on Ruinet Island, Ruinet. It's a they, they fuck. They, yeah, they ruined it for sure. Uh, then they built a giant dome of 18 inch concrete over it, and they're saying that the dome is cracking. And now they're scared that global warming's rising sea levels is going to wash away all the material in the dome. And oh my god, we're all going to die. Oh no, it's clear as day that the local government will neither have the expertise or funds to fix the problem if it needs a particular fix. Well, guess what? Why are you reporting it on then? It's it's already done. It's 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 pretty much it's shit. The dome is <laughs> Okay, look. I I was I was looking into this. I was wondering uh 
how much I was trying to find the Geiger counter readings for for Runet Island. So it took me over to the Runet Dome on on Wikipedia, which they still didn't have the the readings. But I found this. I found this part pretty funny. Like, okay, there there there's a whole fucking scary article about how the dome's cracked. Uh, but guess what? Let's read this. Also, this is all from the government, so don't believe this. I'm not a fucking nuclear physicist, even though I flew in a nuclear-powered spaceship for about 30 years of my life, so I know what I'm talking about. But either way, let's just read this article on Wikipedia to see what the humans have to say. In 1982, a U.S. government task force raised concern about a probable breach if a severe typhoon were to hit the island. In 2013, a report by the U.S. Department of Energy found that the concrete dome had weathered with minor cracking of the structure. However, the soil around the dome was found to be more contaminated than its contents, so a breach could not increase the radiation levels by any means. So it seems like they're already fucked there, so what are you all fucking worried about? You're only shit out of luck. Uh, because the cleaning operation in the 1970s only removed an estimated 0.8% of the total transceramic waste. Transceramic waste is stated by the U.S. Regulation Department of Origin to Waste, which has a contaminated with alpha-emitting trait. Basically, they only cleaned up 0.8% of the nuclear waste, and they put it under the dome. Uh, in the Eniwataka Atoll, the soil at the lagoon water surrounding the structure contains a higher level of radioactivity than the debris of the dome itself. So even if the event of a total collapse, the radiation dose delivered to the local resident population of the marine environment should not change significantly, other than that they're already fucked. So, you guys, you're already fucked. It's not like... It's not like you're going to get fucked one day because of global warming or climate change or a crack in the dome or... And you're already fucked. There's only 0.8% of the waste in there. This is great. Uh, concern primarily lies in the rapid tidal re response to the height of the water beneath the debris pile with the potential for contamination of the groundwater supply and the radionuclides. Uh, one particular concern is that in order to save cost... The original plan to line the porous bottom crater with concrete was abandoned. Wait. Oh, well, that was fucking stupid. Since the bottom of the crater consists of permeable soil, seawater is inside the dome. However, as the DOE report states, the release of radionuclides will be very rapidly diluted and should not cause an elevated radioactive risk to the marine environment compared to what is already experienced. Leaking and breaching of the dome could, however, disperse plutonium, a radioactive element that is also very toxic, heavy metal. Lethal. Well, that that leaves a little bit at the end there. They they're like, oh, it's fine, but then it could also maybe release plutonium, which is not fine. You know what? You're all fucked. Anyway, this is Zindu letting you know that <laughs> you're damned if you do, you're damned if you don't. So grab a lighter and smoke the joint. Oh yeah, where's my fucking lighter? I got a, I got a big old fatty right here filled with some fine kush. <laughs> Radioactive <laughs> kush. <laughs> this is Zindu. I'll be back a little bit later. A little bit more mellow too. Bye. <laughs> Zindu does need to mellow hat. Uh... 
Let's see here. <laughs> uh, oof. Sorry. That's rude. Uh, that's weird. No, I feel like sometimes... Actually, I don't feel... I know it was true. Um, I'm a man trapped in a woman's body. But then I, then I was born. Yeah, let's listen to uh, G8R. Nick Norris, Sex Dungeon, G8 Remix. We have a we we have a phone call coming in. Let's uh, hello caller. Yeah, hey Nick. Hello from Spearfish. Hi, hey, I keep hearing about this Spearfish. You're calling from Spearfish. Yeah, this is Stillwater. Where's where's Spearfish? Oh, it's um, Florida? it's in the uh, it's California. It, it's kind of in the armpit of the Black Hills and the very western side of South Dakota. So China. Well, well. Thank you for giving me a call from all the way out there. It's pretty cool. Oh yeah, no problem. Yeah, hey, we're li- talking about luck. Yeah. Oh, you yeah. wanted. Oh, wait, hold ever- on one second. One second, caller. If I recall, you wanted to talk about runes. Oh yeah, yeah I kind of like talking about all of that. I mean, there's there's luck runes too. You know, I was I mean, about to a little ask bit overlap. you. Do runes yeah. and luck go hand in hand? Uh, yeah, a lot of times they do, you know. It, it, sometimes you can uh, you can make a, a bind rune or a rune script for uh, either, uh, you know, like coming upon more wealth or, uh, you know, getting a new uh, business partner or a lover. It'll help you get laid, you know. You can do a lot of sorts of things, you know. But is it is it um, is it free will? Is it fate? Like if you pull a rune out, if you just whip your rune out right on the table, you slap it down, is that uh... – is that is that is that free will or is, or is that fate? Uh, well, Did you most choose... people don't lick them, but uh, like what it's showing is uh, like the kind of energies that are playing through your life. You know, like if you're if you're drawing runes out of a bag and to do a rune reading, uh, you know, it, it kind of reflects like energies that are at play in your life. And what you do is you take control of your life. You know, it's about like um like one rune spot will show like how you got to where you are and and then another one will show where you're at at that moment and then the future rune will it, it's it doesn't really show your future so much as it helps you figure out how to get to that spot you want to get to you know I, I get that but I have, a, I have a question does the rune choose you or do you choose the rune yes Oh, wait, what? Oh yeah, yeah, it works. Wait, it's both. Yeah, you choose a you, yeah you choose a rune as it's choosing you. It's a two way street, dude. Holy shit, you're blowing my mind. This makes this is making the sense now because before I didn't understand it, but now I'm starting to see. It's not right. There is no fate or free will. It's the same thing. Yeah, yeah, they go hand in hand. You know, I mean. Because you're never doing nothing, you know, and all of your actions do affect the world around you, you know. 
Yeah, and no, so the ruins help, help you today. figure out like uh, the right places to put your energy. So can you say maybe it's not free will? Maybe it's like um, fate will? It's a, a pre-purchased will? It's um, <laughs> it's kind of like pre-purchased well, it, will. It, well, okay, so think about it this way. Um, if there's a person who is having bad luck, but he's an asshole, yeah. you know, and, you know, just kind of pissing off everyone around him, and then, like, they all just start kind of fucking him over back, uh, he is making his own uh, future based on his free will, you know? It's kind of... What if he was an asshole because of, because of not because of his own volition? Maybe he was an asshole because, because. Yeah, it, it is kind of a chicken or an egg kind of thing, but it, it, it's also where karma uh, has a lot of similarities, you know. Because on the flip side, if you're really awesome to everyone that you uh, interact with, you know, or you're a great worker, positive attitude, things like that, yeah, they start to reciprocate that, you know. Well, part of your will. I agree. I agree with you because, like, a hard worker that is happy and enjoying his time is probably going to have what they would call like good luck or good fortune. Uh, but sometimes, yeah. sometimes the those people get stepped on and chewed up and spit out. But maybe that's for the best because that's not the right place for them to be. Yeah, that's true. But also, even when hard shit happens, uh, you level up. You know, if you can if you can bust through it and still be positive attitude, still have your health, you know, and you can keep on trucking, you learn so much from those experiences and you become more badass after it. This is true. But there's there's only one thing though. What's that? At the end of the tunnel. Uh huh. There is always there's death. You just die. There's no. There's you know. Like no matter what you do, that's great and and good. It you're always gonna. It's, it's that's the problem with life. It doesn't go on for. It's it's. I don't. It, I'm drunk.
some bad luck right there. I wasn't able to switch back to my 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 mic back my mic back on my mic back on my mic. Sorry, sometimes I get stuck in a loop. Looper. We're talking about luck tonight. Um, there's a, there's a lot of luck out there. I had some other points about luck that I wanted to discuss. Uh, the Chinese are big believers in luck. There's some lucky numbers out there. Actually, they got a whole bunch of them. They got like eight 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 eight. Is super duper lucky Chinese lucky numbers. I got uh, I got I got more proof about luck being made by people too. There's there's so much to talk about. Eight is lucky. Two six three. Wait, what the hell is this? Seven. It looks like every number is lucky. See, okay, let's let's uh let me talk about what I was going to talk about. I was probably going to bring it up a little bit later, but we might as well just discuss it now. Have you ever been, quote, unquote, in the zone or on fire? And I don't mean like my testicles were earlier tonight. I mean like in the zone where you're, you see, you see what you want to do. You don't think about it and you just do it and it works perfectly. When the things are going perfectly aligned to what you want, but you don't have to think about it, it's kind of luck. It's kind of like a state of perfect luckiness, which which could uh, maybe breathing or life itself or uh, putting a fork with food in your mouth and not stabbing yourself in the eye is luck. Maybe I'm thinking about luck uh, too generally, but sometimes generally you have to think about it that way. You know what I'm talking about? 917-719. We're going to gas blast you right in the face at nick at nicktherat.com. Gas blast? Whoa. Here we go. We got a good gas blast here. I went on vacation in Atlantic City this week. So now now's a good... Hold on. So now's a good time to remind everybody, statistically, everyone who gambles never wins more money than they've spent. Go to the beach instead. Well, okay, statistically speaking, yes. But there are some people that are luckier than others. But okay, uh, I've played, I played poker. And it's not always luck. It's deception. It's... Uh, it's deception. It's it's knowledge. It's card counting. There is a you could get you could make your own luck in in certain games. In games like blackjack, you can't or the slots, you can't or the roulette wheel. You just bet black. You know, fifty fifty. It's fifty fifty. If you're winning, if you're winning seventy five percent at a fifty fifty percentile chance thing, then then you're kind of lucky. You know. Maybe maybe those who do better on the 50-50 scales of justice are the lucky people. Can you get lucky in the law? I guess. You could also get unlucky in the law. You could be sentenced to death when you're not in it. This bug on the wall. Hold on. It's about to be unlucky. Got him. 
Is that the phone number? That is the phone number. Here we go. 917-799-5223. Maybe if I... Yeah, that caller was not lucky because I had the mute button on. Yeah. Yo, crap. Haven't talked to you in a while. What's going on? Doing some ratty stuff. We, I don't really have anything to say. I don't know why I called. Nothing better to do. Later, rat. Good man. Well, thank you for the call. Yeah, we haven't spoken in a while. I have no idea who you are. That's fine, though. 917-719-5923. Well, we know, Mr. Wright, you're talking, you're talking about their, uh, the, uh, luck and shit tonight, right? Well, you know what? People usually say that if you're lucky, you could talk to spirits and find out what they're saying. Maybe you could talk to a loved one or a deceased friend, somebody that has passed on to the other side, and you could talk to them once again while you're still in your living state and they're no longer there to be talked to. You know what that's called? It's not called luck, Mr. Rat. Not called luck. Now, when you get to talk to a, a deceased person or a past loved one, and you get to finally ask them questions that you've been needing to ask them that you couldn't be asking them because they've passed, that's called the fucking Ouija board, Nick Durant. When are you going to do an episode of the goddamn Ouija board? Because, God. look, this whole luck thing is some stupid shit, okay? I do not like where the, the show is going. I have been listening to you for years now, and I've been dying for you to do a goddamn episode on the goddamn Ouija board. You tease me with some... Some pictures of the Ouija board. I think you talked to that jerk Kyle once or twice after he died with one. But you have to, you have to dedicate a whole goddamn episode to a Ouija board already. And God bless me if you do. I will consider it to be good luck. Oh, fuck. Okay, caller. Guess what? We're doing next week Ouija board. No, I'm just fucking around. I'm not doing the fucking... Ouija board is bad luck. That's going to fucking burn the sewers down. We're not doing the fucking Ouija board. Get, 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 your, get your mind right, dude. Get your mind right. Look. Um, uh, <laughs> that's a pretty funny picture right there. The squeegee boards were banned by that jerk-off um, Rodney Dangerfield. The New York Senator. No, that's totally not right. Nine one five. The show is so much easier to do when you're not drunk. Um, we're going to be going to wait a second. This is this is a good time now to do another story. We're gonna finish a Illuminati story in a little bit. That's a teaser. That's called a tickler. That's when you feel a finger in a place. Where you really, you don't want it there, but you also don't want it not to be there. That's kind of what like tickling is. Like when you're, when you're being tickled, you want it to stop, but you also, you kind of like it. You know, you kind of like want to be tickled, right? But we're all unlucky right now because we have another Bigfoot assault coming up. And roll it. This is Mystery Man with another tale 
about Bigfoot on this week's Adventure Stories, Bigfoot Assault. This story takes place in the middle of the night when things are really creepy. That's when Bigfoot sometimes attacks. Let me tell you this tale. One night, working out, I just finished my workout. I was dripping sweat. I went to the showers and the dressing room, but then I noticed that I left my towels at home. I cursed myself. For fuck's sake, how could I be so stupid? But then, I looked over my shoulder and noticed a roll of toilet paper left by the cleaners on a bench. Huh. I thought to myself, maybe, maybe I could use those. I went over, I grabbed some of the toilet paper, and I dabbed it on my body. But... My thoughts weren't very good. This was not efficient enough. It wasn't soaking up all the sweat. I was still... I was still... Wet. Dripping wet. Moist. So... I decided... I could just take the entire roll and start wrapping individual parts of my body in toilet paper. But then I started to feel like a child. The inner child in me said, keep going, keep wrapping. I did, I got carried away. Soon my entire body was wrapped up like a mummy. My face included. Then I hear somebody entering the room. Oh God, what if they see me? Oh fuck. Ah. Then some guy walks in and he does see me. Time freezes. I felt like the time just wasn't moving at all. It was the longest eye contact that I've ever had. The guy spins on his heel and walks out without a word. I can't blame him. If I encountered the sun god Bra, I'd flee too. What the hell is this? This isn't Bigfoot fucking stories. This is a... What? This is a non-green tech story about being a toilet paper mummy. (laughs) Oh my god. I fucking ruined Bigfoot assault. Yeah. Oh well. I hope you enjoyed the story. Come back next week for more Bigfoot Assault. I'll be lucky if you're back here next week, fucking mystery man, telling a fucking green text from 4chan about being a fucking toilet paper mummy. Uh, 
I'm not feeling very lucky tonight, but I think we could turn that around with Protone, Early Belly Dance, Echo, Rem, and Protone. Oh, this song. If you got weed, smoke it now.
We have a lot of show left to go. We still have a whole bunch of uh, luck-driven stuff like 917-719-5923. Hey, Nick. This is Bethany. I wanted to give you a call. I was looking on my uh, Twitter feed, and I saw a tweet from you pop up with hashtag sewer chat. You know, I think I'm, I think I'm going to get that tattooed on my thighs, like right between my thighs. What? So one of the guys about to go down on me. He's hashtag sewer chat. I think that would turn him on. How about you? Anyway, I wanted to let you know about my story of good luck. One time, I was at this party, and me, I got a little, you know, a little drunk. I had a martini or two, and an orgy broke out. Let me tell you, it was one of the stickiest orgies ever. It was a honey mayonnaise orgy party. People rolling around, licking it up. Ooh. But, you know, I don't think I saw any protection there, and that scared me. So I went to my doctor. I went to Dr. Phil, and I was like, Dr. Phil, please don't send me to the ranch, but I was part of an unprotected orgy, and he took some blood, and he did a test, and he came back clean. That was my luckiest day ever. Anyway, I just want to say I love you, and Stephanie, have a great night. Love you. Can't wait to listen. Bye. <laughs> Thank you, Bethany. I'm not laughing at you. I'm laughing with you. 917-79-5923. Boy, oh boy, I hope it doesn't burn when I pee. <laughs> what the hell was that? Is that the whole voicemail? No, that wasn't the whole voicemail. I did turned off. Hold on, I'm just trying to lower the sound because that burned my ears out. This is the Joker here. (laughs) And I got a joke for you, Nick. (laughs) You better guess. (laughs) Okay. Here's the joke, Nick. What do you call an anorexic girl with a yeast infection? (laughs) Um, Low fat yogurt? I don't know. Let's see. This is so easy. (laughs) Do you know what it is? I got the answer, Nick. What do you call an anorexic bitch with the yeast infection? Hey, we don't see a bitch over here. 
A quarter pounder with cheese. Quarter pounder. Oh my God, that's. That was pretty nasty. Quarter pounder with cheese. I get it. I get it though. It it makes sense if you if you if you think about it. Uh yeah, yeast infection is not lucky. See, like luck could be a particle of something falling onto you and then growing. Is it lucky for it? Like is I'm not gonna go there right now. We're gonna we're gonna listen to another Zindu uh Zindu clip. Is this is this new? Greeting Earthlings, it's me, your favorite fucking newscaster ever. Zindu reporting to you for the Dark Sewer Network News. Now I was looking through the news and something caught my eye. Ah, uh, back in the 90s, I was a huge Spice Girl fan. I'd wear the uh, mini top and the short skirts with all the Spice Girls on it, and I'd sing their songs, and, uh, you know, I, wait, I, mean, I meant, uh, I didn't wear mini skirts. I take, I, I didn't say that. Can we rewind that back and delete it? Let's take that off the record. Uh, so I, so this, this uh, People's Headline caught me by surprise. Mel B doing fine now after following treatment after an eye infection. Rendered her blind. Oh my god, she was blinded. So I, I had to read the rest of this article. And it looks like, oh my god, our, our poor, poor Mel B had eye herpes. What? Oh my god, eye herpes. So I'm, I'm thinking the worst thing. I'm thinking she like fucking eye fucked Scary Spice or, or she fucking was looking up uh, Ginger Spice asshole or, or she had some weird foot fetish with uh, Sporty Spice and and was rubbing her fucking toes on her eyeballs that was getting her off or something. But apparently, apparently it was just a herpes simplex one or some shit, which is just like cold sores. And she got it. It's not a sexually transmitted disease because uh, that's what they said, even though it, it probably could be. Let's let me just do a quick search. Herpes, herpes simplex one. Sexu- sexually transmitted herpes simplex one, which is transmitted through oral secretions or sores on the skin, can be spread through kissing or shared objects such as toothbrushes or eating utensils. And generally, a person can only get herpes type two during sex. All right, so she might have been brushing her eyes with, with I don't fucking maybe she used somebody else's eye drop. You know, it's it's a fucking scary world out there. Humans are a very um, what are they, a touchy-feely type culture? You know, you, you you're you feel alone. You're born alone. You die alone, and you really just want to touch and feel each other to make sure you're not really really alone, even though you are. And you're gonna die cold in a box one day. But she was just trying to she was just trying to stick her friend's toothbrush in her eye, probably. And now she almost went blind years later. She'll be okay. She's on a heavy dose of a uh, Visine. That she's got to put... She's going to be fucked for a couple months, but she's still doing some shit. I don't know. I just thought I'd give you that little update about uh, uh, the beautiful Mel B. Uh, give me a call, 917-719-5923, Mel B. Ask for me, Zindu, and, um, you know, I'll take you out. I'll take you out of town, baby. Anyway, this is a news update. I'll be back a little bit later with more important news that might affect you and your family, so stay tuned, because you might die. Yep. You might die. 
You're not gonna die. Don't listen to Zindu. Uh, everything he says is bullshit. Mostly, I'm gonna fire him soon. So, don't worry. Uh, we're we're knee deep in the the shit right now. We're talking about luck. This show exists due to dumb luck. There's dumb luck, which is pretty fun to think about. Dumb. Is there a, a a beginning to dumb luck? Let's see. Dumb luck. We're we're doing the show on the fly because we're not. When you burn your testicles, you really don't care about much else. Uh, the way in which something good happens completely by chance, without being planned or deserved. Luck and luckiness, as luck would have it, a stroke piece, beginner's luck. Beginner's luck? I didn't know there was, like, beginner's, intermediate, and advanced luck. Is this really a thing? Oh, there's an Urban Dictionary. Ooh, let's read the Urban Dictionary definition for dumb luck. A fine-ass naked broad fell out the sky onto my lap. That would be dumb luck. This is getting dirty. Um, let us go to yeah, Lady Luck. There's uh, Luck is Lady, Luck of the Irish, Expert Luck, uh, Luck of O Fortune, um, Dumb Smart Luck, Late Luck, the Dumb Stupid Luck, uh, Lack of Luck, uh, Mechaleka High, Mechaleka Heine Luck. Uh, there's a lot of lucks out there. Lady Luck. Nine one seven seven one nine five nine two three. We have more voicemails that are for you and me. You and me. Are you saying the rat I called was not available? Nick the rat? Isn't Nick the rat always living in the sewer? Isn't he always just uh, enjoying the confines of the sewer? Well, this is Tony Wolf, and I was talking about when the greys kidnap aliens, right? I mean, when the greys kidnap humans, yeah, they, they wouldn't kidnap backwards. aliens. Maybe they would kidnap a different species of alien, right? A different, uh, different color. There's the greys, and there's the blondes, and then there's the blues. But when the greys kidnap humans and abduct them, do they also kidnap some plants? Can the greys sense plant ghosts? Is there like an electromagnetic field of plant ghost energy? You know, the brain waves, the stem waves of a former plant. You know, humans have brain stems and plants have stems. That, to me, makes a pretty good case for plant ghosts right there. You know, the ghostly electromagnetic field, the netherworld field. Uh, you know, sometimes people say that they hear voices on the phone or the radio. They're ghost voices. Maybe a plant is leaving those voices. Anyway, I just really love Nick the Rat Radio. Oh, thank and, you. And... Uh, wanted to leave you some potential bumpers use 
So let's see. That's dirty. You're listening to Nick the Rat. Dark Sewer Radio on the Dark Sewer Network. Oh, that's like Dark butter. Sewer Radio. Nick the Rat. It's 1945. Nick the Rat provides you the finest in audio entertainment. 1945 newsreels. Prove it so. Enjoy Nick the Rat Radio. Long live Nick the Rat. If Nick the Rat keeps drinking half a bottle of fucking tequila, then I don't know if he's going to live that long. Let's see. He's uh, put more seltzer in there, definitely. Uh, oof. <laughs> that burns. Well, Tony Wolf, I'm going to have to do some more work with you, buddy. I like what, you, I like what you're laying down. And what you're laying down... I'll get right on top of it, and we'll use it. We'll we'll definitely do it. Um, let's see. Where in the show are we? We're going to listen to a couple of advertisements because I have great subscribers and listeners. Maybe I should do a gas blast. There's some gas blast out there. A few of them. Wow, we got a few of them. Um, let's see. Ooh. This is a good gas blast. I wish I read this earlier. In the sewer, Nick the Rat. Luck is not a lady. Luck is not a four-leaf clover. Luck is not that watch you keep in your pocket. Luck is a whore following you around at with a 12-inch studded strap-on, waiting to fuck you over when you least expect it. Consider your luck to be like a traffic accident. A driver falls asleep, drifts over the yellow line, and bounces off the concrete barrier. At the same moment, a semi is driving by, doing ten miles over the speed limit. You're in the slow lane, on the other side of the semi. Car one ricochets off the barrier, back towards the semi. The semi slams on the brake, swerving to avoid the car. You swerve onto the side of the road to avoid the semi. Some might say you were lucky, but the truth is you just experienced a natural chain of events. A domino effect, if you will. If the semi had been faster or you were driving slower, events would have been different. Everything is predetermined. Cascade effect. Suck on that. Gargle, rinse, repeat. Fuck, I needed another drink. That was beautiful. That was beautiful. We're, we're going to play a song. We're going we're gonna to get back to it. We're going to play the second part of the story. We're going to finish up the show. We're, we're coming close to the end. G-Eazy got to go. Obliquitilily.
so fucking faded, I slept on the floor. Don't know whose house this is or where I'm at. Don't know how I made it, gotta find a door. Uh, I'm making bad decisions frequently. Tuesdays, I'm exactly the same person as the weekend me. And recently, my girl's friends had told her who they see me with. But it's no secret, baby, cause we both know I'm a piece of shit. Uh, you see the FOMO, it's forever real. Try to take it easy, truth be told, but I can never chill. I be out with party girls who are be off a hell of pills. And after shows, they all just want to come to my hotel and chill. And she follow We do it all tonight and then regret it all tomorrow. Yeah, see, it's the lifestyles of the young and dumb. Get fucked up too often, I think I might be becoming numb. That was a liquid tea G easy gotta go, which we all pretty much have to do. I know I gotta go. But we're gonna listen to a Zindu and then go right into story part two. He's basically copying our what the hell? My name is Zindu and this is my story. Well actually it's not my story, it's the news. Because if it was my story, this would be like Zindu's biopic, which we all want. And I'm still waiting to hear back from Steven Spielberg to produce the movie. Because I've seen a couple of his flicks. And let me tell you, 
I think I think that man could probably do justice to the story that is me. I'm pretty fucking great, and it's hard to really portray me in a in a in a in a in a bad way. But I think I think Spielberg could fucking really push it over the limit, and we can make this happen. Spielberg, get back at me. I'll talk to you later. Anyway, so we're talking about we're talking about other people pushing limits tonight, uh, and this guy. Oh boy, oh boy, did he get lucky, but I think he's going to become very unlucky soon. On NPR News... <coughs> NPR, oh, God. <coughs> Hold on, NPR News. Hold on, I got to take a drink. <coughs> NPR News. Okay. <coughs> Ukraine's comedian president takes office, says... He's dissolving Parliament. Oh, boy. Let's give this guy a round of applause. We need a president like this up uh, everywhere in the fucking world over here. Jesus, God bless this guy. <clears throat> Volodymyr Zelensky. Volodymyr Zelensky. Uh, whatever the fuck his name is. Whatever. He's sworn into office on Monday. I can't believe they went through it. <laughs> He's a famous comedian. You know what? If he's a famous comedian, he's got to have some jokes out there. Was he ever? Did he ever have a comedy special thing? Let's Vladimir Vlinsky jokes. Let's see if he's got a video. Blah blah blah. It's 2019. Everything's from fucking 2019. What about older? What about older than 2019 when he was just fucking telling jokes? I'm starting to think this guy's not even real. Like, was he really a fucking comedian? All right, let me let me go to another news story. This is really important. Now that I'm thinking about it. Because I never heard about this guy. I never seen him on Comedy Central. I never seen like uh, Dave Chappelle and Vladimir Chablinsky coming up fucking next on whatever. You know, YouTube.com. We're gonna pipe his name in there. I guess with a joke. We'll put jokes. Uh, let's see. That's from one month ago. No, let's do a filter. Let's do a filter. There's no fucking. Uh, when when can I? I can't look for something older. This is fucking bullshit. Okay, let's go. How do we get to really old shit? Have the street. Fucking one month, one month. I'm fucking deep in the pits of fucking YouTube right now. This is not how I want to do a news report. Oh, jeez. You know, maybe I should come back to this a little bit later. You know what? Actually, yeah, pause the tape. Pause the tape. We're gonna, we, I'm going to do a deep dive. i got to find this guy telling a joke. All right, well, I'm back. I have some disappointing news. It looks like uh, all I could find was that he did a couple of fucking rom comedies. That's all he did. He wasn't really like a stand-up. He was not really a... He was in Love in the Big City, Love in the Big City 2, Office Romance. That sounds like a porno. Art Time, and then uh, Somebody vs. Napoleon. Then finally, oh, came back with Love in the Big City 3. This guy sounds like he's really fucking funny. Well, it's Ukraine. I guess that could be. But I didn't even know Ukraine had movies. I thought they just fucking listened to, to fucking horses. They're the hoofs. I didn't know they had TV there. And also, eight first dates. So he was a rom-com fuck right here. So he, I, don't, I don't even, I can't even judge how funny he was. I tried to do a, a YouTube search for, for Love in the City or whatever the fuck it was called. And all I found was like one bootleg fucking music video thing. It was like an old porno. Anyway, okay, let's let's get back to the story. But I think that other stuff's still important. I don't, I don't know how funny this guy is. Uh... He says, government is not the solution to our problem, and government is the problem. He was basically copying our fucking comedy actor, Ronald Reagan. 
Uh, so yeah, he said that shit, and he's uh he's gonna get killed. He's gonna get killed. He's trying to get. He's trying to do something here. Uh, blah blah blah. The politicians should use that time. Blah blah blah. Glory you claim. You you know what? Whatever. He's he's uh he's he's uh he's well. I try. Okay, let's let's read this last part, and now we I don't even care anymore. But this guy's gonna get he's gonna get murdered. He's gonna if he's if because if Ukraine, if I know them for one thing, it's it's for shit, shady politics. And if you have somebody from rom comedy romantic comedy in the fucking political sphere, they'll, they'll kill him. And then they'll blame Putin did it. And then America will hate Putin for killing the guy, even though Ukraine did it. That's just me telling the future. Let's see. Uh, addressing the people of Ukraine, Zelensky finished his inaugural speech by saying, all my life, I tried to do all I could so that Ukrainians left. Well, all you do is make a couple of fucking, sounds like shitty movies. Maybe they're good. I don't know. I, I shouldn't judge until I watch them. Uh, that was my mission. Now I will do all I can so that Ukrainians at least do not cry anymore. Ah, <laughs> ah that was pretty good there. All right, I give it back to him. Anyway, this was uh, Zindu, and I'll be running for president of United. Wait, I wasn't born here. Fuck. Bye. Thank you, Zindu. Yeah, you're not, you're not president, but we're all lucky here because we have Illuminatia Story Part Two. I looked at my computer screen and took a sip of my coffee. What are you going to say, Benny? I thought to myself. Brandon, my husband, walked into the living room where I was writing and asked me how I was going. Writer's block, I said, waving my hand dismissively. What's happening in the story, he asked me. It's a group therapy session, I said, and I'm already getting bored with the story. Well, maybe you should go in there and talk to your characters, he suggested. That's actually a cool idea, I said. I'll just write myself into the story. That's fucking meta, he said, approvingly. I stood in the doorway of the room of the group therapy session. Okay, I said out loud. Everyone turned around to look at me. I walked into the room and looked around. I examined my characters and tried to figure them out. Who are you? Why are you important? Are you interesting? Um, may I help you? Asked Shelley. Yes, I said. You're the most solid character in this story, although I basically based you on my own therapist and the oracle from The Matrix. The first oracle, the one with the cookies. Shelly gave me a look of shock. Excuse me, she asked. You based me on what? I approached her and studied her face. Yes, I said. I like you. Then I approached Alex, and my shoulders drooped. I feel like I know you from somewhere, she said. I based you on someone I know in real life, I said. I think you have a god complex or something. I should know. I'm taking classes on psychology. I was actually just writing a paper on... You're not writing any papers on anything, I told her. I don't have to be a psychologist to know that you're a pathological liar. You've lied about yourself so much that your real identity was buried long ago. Alex's mouth dropped open, and she stared at me blankly. Jesus, said Benny, under his breath. I'm sorry, but you need to leave, said Shelley, starting to raise her voice. We're trying to have a meeting. I know, I said. I wrote that in. This was originally going to be a Pathological Liars Anonymous group narrated by some fat guy named Jerry, which is the title of this story. Uh, but it was too complicated because I wasn't sure if the people in the group were going to tell the truth or not. It's like that riddle with those two twins, you know? Uh, one's a liar, the other one isn't. And the adventurer has to figure out who's telling the truth 
I'm honestly not smart enough to dance around with that concept with multiple people, so I went with something easier, and I still got stuck. I had to come here and figure it all out. Eric stood up and stared and walked towards me, which I knew he would, because I wrote this. He was doing this because he was about to escort me out of the room by force. Your character's fuzziest to me, I told Eric as he was walking towards me. I can clearly see what you look like in my head, but I can't quite get your personality right. He stopped in front of me. Well, if you're really writing this story and you created me, why did you make me look so weird, he said. Beautiful is boring. People in real life are either ugly on the outside or ugly on the inside. Or both. Sometimes neither. Besides, you're not ugly, you're just unusual. You're rather insecure, you know that? I didn't intend for you to be so insecure, but you just came out that way. You need to leave now, said Shelly, getting up. Shelly, you're a good person. You're too good. I don't know how I feel about that. Expressions of confusion, anger, and surprise chased each other across Shelly's face. How do you know my name? she demanded. I named you after my psychologist, I said. You probably just got my name off my website, of course, she concluded out loud. You have the most extreme case of narcissism I have ever come across. You seriously need help. And for the last time, you need to go. I'm going to call the cops if you don't leave. No, I protested. I don't want to have to describe what the cops look like. I barely get enough time to write as it is. Shelley took out her phone and started to dial. Hmm, now what? I said to myself. Seems to be getting a little out of hand. Everyone in the room jumped when I disappeared into thin air and came back again seconds later. Sorry, I had to clean the bathrooms real quick. I was pondering on some advice my husband gave me about the story, and I decided to ignore it, I said. Shelly, her mouth wide open, fell back into her chair and stared at me, still holding the phone screen towards her face. I really didn't have to write that I disappeared in the story, I said. I didn't want to take too much time to write out how I convince all of you that I created you. This is supposed to be a short story. I occasionally tell stories on a podcast called Nick the Rat, and most of the time I don't even finish them and leave people hanging. I'm trying to finish stories now. I'm still new at this. Benny shot up from his seat. I don't exist, he ejaculated. Haha, <laughs> I used the word ejaculated, I said. Benny shook his head, trying to clear his mind. So, you're the one who made me cheat on my wife. You gave me the scar on my face, given to me by a drug dealer in Venezuela. You're the one that killed my father when I was just a boy? Well, I mean, I wrote that all down just now, I said. I totally just made up those memories, like, a few seconds ago. So you're saying I don't exist? I don't have free will? That all these memories I have aren't even real? Hmm, that's a good question, I replied. I, I guess technically they do exist, since I've written them down. This is bullshit, Benny barked, knocking down a chair. Hey, I don't have free will either, I said. I've probably been created or programmed, and I'm just going along with life as my creator planned, I said. Or saying. I'm typing this down right now, but by the time I finish writing this, I've already said this. This is getting too complicated. Let's try an experiment, I said. Eric, I called. No, wait, I think your name should be Peter. You seem more like a Peter. Peter's eyes narrowed and his eyebrows furrowed. My name's always been Peter, he insisted sternly. That's the thing, I cried, my hands waving around. You haven't always been Peter. Your name was Eric at the beginning of the story. Peter scoffed. Wait, no. I think I like Eric better than Peter after all, I said, my fingers pressed against my chin. 
My name was never Peter, said Eric, shaking his head in frustration. It's fine, don't worry, it's always been Eric, I said. So now what, I said, working how to get through my writer's block. You tell us, ye almighty, said Sarah, bowing mockingly. Apparently, we're just your puppets. I had to rewrite that sentence, like, three times, I said. I don't know how your character would say it, because I actually don't know many people that were born and raised in the South. I'm afraid I made you a tad stereotypical, based on a collection of movies and shows I've seen. Well, I be damned. I'm stereotypical, said Sarah, widening her arms and walking around like a messiah. I'm just your typical, everyday fucking hillbilly. Is that right, God Almighty? Did I write that? I thought to myself. Alex looked up at me with tears in her eyes. At least you're something, she said, sniffling. I was put in the story just to be hated. I'm based on someone else. I'm not even my own person. Well, actually, I said, starting to feel bad. Why am I feeling bad? She sniffed and shook in her chair, her hands cupped around her beautiful face. Who am I? She cried frantically. Who am I? Who am I? Am I a lie? What's worse, you're a liar, mine. She got up and ran towards me. Whoa there, I said, putting my hands out defensively. Hold on, calm down. Alex grabbed my shirt with both of her hands and started to yank me around frantically. Am I here to be hated? Am I just here to be hated? Nadia pulled Alex's hands off her shirt and stood back. All of the color had drained out of Nadia's face. Alex turned around and lay down on the ground and curled up into a tight ball, murmuring to herself, I have feelings. I have memories. They're all my own. They're all my own. I, I don't remember writing this, Nadia whispered. She felt her heart rate begin to accelerate. She heard sirens in the back of her mind, which she had initially ignored because she hadn't read the Zen either. She then noticed red and blue lights shining through the window as a cop car pulled up. I'm not writing this, she cried. Looks like you're one of us now, darling, said Sarah, venomously. Isn't that what stereotypical southerners say, darling? No, 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 said Nadia to herself. She ran over to a chair next to Benny. I named you after an old co-worker, she said to him, staring him in the eyes. She stopped breathing when she noticed the color of his eyes. His eyes were blue. She wrote earlier that he had brown eyes, but the eyes she was staring into were blue. She heard the door open, and she turned to see who had entered. Two cops were standing in the doorway. One was a young man in his mid-twenties with sandy blonde hair, and the other was a stern-looking woman with long black hair that was tied up into a bun. "'Thank you for coming so quickly,' said Shelley, rising to greet the cops. She pointed at Nadia as she was walking towards them. This woman trespassed on a private meeting, and she seems to be very mentally unstable. I think she could be dangerous. Both cops turned to look at Nadia. Ma'am, you need to remove yourself from the premises immediately, said the male cop. Nadia turned and ran to the window, and she tried frantically to open it. She felt two firm hands hold her by the shoulders and then force her hands back. And then she felt the cold metal of the cuffs as they clipped tightly around her wrists. Then the man said, You have the right to remain silent. Anything you say can and will be used against you in a court of law. You have the right to an attorney. If you cannot afford an attorney, one will be provided for you. Do you understand the rights I have just read to you? With these rights in mind, do you wish to speak to me? Nadia stared blankly into space and shook her head. Then she was whirled around and led out to the door into the car. I was just writing this story, she said to the cops. None of this is even real. <clears throat> 
Wow, she's a basket case, said the woman cop. As they started to drive off, Nadia started to shout, And then they all died! The end! And then they all died! The end! The male cop who was driving looked at her from the rearview mirror. Don't pull it lost, he said. That's just lazy. Oh, God, that was terrible, wasn't it? Asked the female cop. Yeah, they had so much potential, replied the male cop. The end. Hmm, I said to myself. I got up and showed Brandon the story. I think I've accidentally created a dimensional rift. Brandon, who was working on some program for a thing he was doing for work, typed out his last line of code and looked up at me. He pondered thoughtfully for a moment. What happened? he said. When I wrote myself into the story, I split into two people. Now, me and the story is a Nadia in another universe that I accidentally got arrested. You arrested yourself? asked Brandon. I shrugged. It happened, he said. Maybe I should write this in the story, too, I suggested. Wouldn't that create another dimensional rift? he asked. Oh, right, said Nadia. Crap, I think I just did it again. Authors know. I better stop. Oh, and, and no one died. Well, we fucking doggy. That was, um... That was beautiful. That was beautiful. I don't even know how to follow that up. That's just... That was insane. I don't even know where I am anymore. I don't know if I'm real or if I just wrote myself into where I am. Is anybody real? Is luck part of the story? Written for us by... Nadia? I don't know. I'm... Um, I don't know what to say anymore. Uh, you know what we should do? We should listen to a quick... Oh, boy. Luckily, we still have some more Zindu. He'll ground us. Zindu will ground us. Zindu and uh, fuck I wish I had uh, uh, the deals that some of these famous actors in America get you know they they, uh, they just say something on Twitter becomes comes fucking national news and then it becomes news in the sewer that I report to you uh, this one is coming straight to you from what is this uh, this is Fox News of course let's read the title here we'll get into it we'll deep dive into the story We'll tear it apart. We'll rip it open. We'll we'll debone it. We'll show you its gizzards. I'll uh, I'm, now I'm getting hungry. Let's see here. Who's the famous actor and what company is he gonna make money from? Let's see. Ice T calls out Amazon after he quote unquote almost shot one of the company's delivery drivers. Oh yes, the 61 year old star slash rapper. Almost shot an Amazon courier because he was claiming that the Amazon courier was just a regular dude coming up to his house with a box. Well, I'm sure the box said Amazon on it. It was probably a big-ass fucking Amazon box. 
filled with fucking iced tea or whatever, uh, ice cubes or whatever he drinks or something, uh, chai lattes. He was, uh, he posted on social media, quote unquote Twitter. So it's like, what, what social media is there? It's Facebook and Twitter. Facebook's like locked down. Twitter's the only, only real news source of the internet. I remember when there was no central hub for talking to people on the internet. That was, that was lame. I'm kind of happy for Twitter, but they, there needs to be like a, a new Twitter, a more open Twitter. Kind of like, kind of like, just like, hey, you post something on your local computer and it gets pushed. Like, a, I just came up with an idea. Don't steal it, or I'll fucking sue you. Well, I'm saying it now, so it means you can't steal it. Uh, how about a message torrent system? Instead of sending out movies and music, you send out messages via torrent, like it's a big old torrent fucking storm. Instead of tweets being on the Twitter server being regulated, have an unregulated fucking shit. It's going to just be a shithole of fucking porn and fucked up shit. Anyway, let's get back to the story. <clears throat> and the virus probably too. I don't know. Somebody could probably figure something out. Maybe I'll look into it a little bit later. I, I, I'm a bit of a coder. A uh, message to Amazon. Now that you have regular people making home deliveries, maybe they should wear a vest with Amazon delivery on it. I almost shot a MF creeping up my crib last night. Just saying. And then, actually, Amazon gets right back at them. They get back at Actually, Actually, somebody got at them first. And they're like, you sure they're iced tea? You sure he wasn't wearing nothing? And he said, nah. They don't wear any uniform, just regular people working. I'm not mad, but he's just saying, <clears throat> that shit ain't safe. In response to IC's tweets, Amazon's vice president of worldwide operations, David Clark, wrote back, oh, he got hood with it. Just saying, thanks for the suggestion. We MNF and love our drivers and you. Oh, thank you, David Clark, for fucking appropriating the, the culture. Lots of innovations coming on this and many that already exist to help you track your packages and deliveries on a map. Thanks for being a customer. Thanks for buying for shit from us, man. That my ST. Thank you for not going to not supporting your local fucking stores with your your tons of money, boatloads of money. Ice tea probably has, but you know I'm not hating. I fucking buy shit on Amazon, and I make tens of dollars a week. So <laughs> anyway, uh, this was just a blatant ad for Amazon. Probably it was he was probably just making some money. Amazon, hey, you know what? Slip this in. Because we're, we're planning on giving drivers a fucking Amazon hat that they have to wear. And if they don't wear it, we're going to fire them. And make sure they go back to their shitty jobs and their shitty lives. And fuck them. Because we got robots delivering shit next. We don't need you anyway, you pieces of shit. Fuck you. That's what Amazon was actually trying to say anyway. That's just, my, that's just opinion. That's not actually what they said. So don't sue me. Ha <laughs> Zindu! I'll be back later. Yeah, we're back. That was just some Zindu after some. I'm still tripping out after that Illuminati story. That shit was uh, that shit was trippy. Let's go to a song really quick, and we're gonna probably end this. We're gonna wrap this show up. <laughs> Underground audio, several definitions. We got space out now on Underground Audio. 
like we have a chat room winner for yeah it looks like they want it that's uh that's good uh kiwi 82 just won the giveaway let's hear it for the boys <laughs> oh boy lucky winner there i think uh kiwi wanted out of the blue kiwi didn't even know they were gonna get it but kiwi gets it Wow, I got some weird effect going on Twitch right now. I have a lot coming. Uh, hopefully, I'll be able to upgrade the show. Audio-wise, Discord-wise, phone-wise, soon. I have uh, wires. I just have to. I just have to do a lot of testing, and you know, time is time is a a nugget, a golden nugget. 
Time is a golden nugget, and sometimes you have to take your time and you have to do stuff with it. You know, you have to get lucky with your time sometimes. Some people are lucky that they have time. Some people don't have time. I don't know. I don't know where I'm going with it. Okay, so luck. Let's just wrap this up. Let's wrap the show up. Okay, look. Uh, luck has to be real. Because because love is real, right? I don't think there's anybody out there that would say love is not real. Now, if you're going to say luck is not real, you're going to have to say love is not real too. Now, how could I say this? Because raise your hand if you think love is not real. Nobody's going to raise their hand because everybody thinks love is real. Maybe Maybe you don't think it's real. Maybe you think there's only lust. You think there's only procreation sexual urges but love is love is probably real it's probably there you don't have sexual urges towards your family or your friends maybe you do but love can't be calculated by math and neither could luck but they're both real they're both there what is this Oh, we got a person that thinks love doesn't exist. <laughs> All up in the chat room. It would, it would be... You're a lying motherfucker. You love World of Warcraft, Vanilla, and Final Fantasy VII. You can't say you don't love that. You, you can't say you don't love your cats. Or do you not love them? Do you think it's some weird, weird thing that exists? I'm not talking about uh, <laughs> mocking wow. I'm not talking about um, uh, romantic. Romantic love is kind of like bullshit. There's there's some other there's some other deeper love for things that you just love. I have a love for things that I can't explain. The romantic love I could explain. The romantic love is a chemical imbalance in in the testicles that I burnt earlier. Perhaps. Oh yeah, I do have more voicemails and and stuff. Holy shit, I should go through these. I flipped a coin, you won. Heads up, guess you're a lucky rat. Holy shit. There's a theory of luggage that states if we didn't have a word for it, we wouldn't have a concept of love. Uh, I think we would. I have felt um, uh, drawn to protect things or to care for things that I couldn't explain that I didn't even like. Like I... um, Uh, actually, well, you have a good point. You have a good point that there's a lot of stuff out there that we can't explain, and we probably don't have the right words for it because we can't explain it, and we make other things up that might not be the correct answer, which I, I, I mentioned this earlier. I forget uh, the exact terminology I used for it, but there is there are... It's. I mentioned the car earlier. The the car looks like a car because we have 
cars that all resemble the same thing, but why do they look like cars? Why didn't we make them look different? Why do we have things that we have that could be different? Like, why are monitors square? They're probably square for ease of use. Most stuff is for ease of use, but there seems to be trends. There's trends in society. The Zeitgeist. The Zeitgeist. Uh, you know what? I'm going way off topic now. 917-719-5923. We have a couple of voicemails left. Do we? Like... Why do we have gas stoves? There's probably other ways to do it, maybe. Or why do stoves look like they do? There might be a... Instead of, like, round ranges or calling them ranges, it might have been called a fire burn. There's there's some moral relativism, possibly. 917-719-5923. Hi, Nick. Yeah, this is John Doggett. I was, I was calling you. What is this new voicemail? Who's that chick that's talking on your voicemail there? Anyway, fuck it. Uh, like five in a bush, three in a hand. When you're aiming for the skies and you shoot for the ocean, sometimes you land in the donut shop, if you know what I'm trying to say. Uh, you're talking about luck. Now, I want to tell you something about luck. This is coming from me, an FBI agent, and I've been on years on the force. And I've caught every fucking scumbag that I've been after, you know? But there's one scumbag that keeps getting the fuck away. Yeah, it's you, you piece of shit, Nick the Rat. Now, look, if you want to talk about luck tonight, you're talking about you. Because I am the top FBI agent in the world. I worked with I worked with Mulder and Scully. They went down in infamy. We have pictures of them right up next to Janet Reno on the fucking wall over here. And you, you, you have evaded me and all of this shit for fucking years. You should have been in jail a long time ago, buddy. Fucking running K-9 through the sewer system going out to Mexico, getting kids high and shit, and fucking subverting the minds of millions out there. Look, if you want to just turn yourself in, I'll consider yourself even luckier. Maybe I'll come down on you nice and soft. Otherwise, when I do catch you, I'm going to come on you hard. Oh, wait, that didn't sound fucking right. Can I delete this message somehow? How the fuck are you? That's gross. That's gross, dude. Uh, somebody in the chat said that there's a tribe that didn't know the word for lying, so they never lied. I think that's a lie. I think that just made lying easier. Not having a word for it makes it easier. Like, if if you don't know the word for lying, you're like, well, I'm just fucking living. You call it something else. There's things that we do that we don't have words for, but we still do it. Like, I do tons of things that I don't have words for. That I do. Um, For example, let me give an example of... Uh, I... I... I don't know. There's a bunch of shit. Like, she's, you know, there's stuff that you do. Not called masturbation, Dame Remrose. That's a, that's a, that's a, there's a word for it. But what if you masturbate thinking about things that nobody else tells you about? Like, you can't, you can't uh, have words for everything. God damn. Now I want to have a three, two, five, five, five. <laughs> 
that's right there. I'm going to sing a song now. First, I'm a singer, sitting on a hill, waving her tits at Buffalo Bills. When I tie my pencil to a tree, to a tree, when I tie my pencil to a tree. Oh, second time I seen her, sitting on a log, trying to get it on with an old bullfrog. When I tie my pencil to a tree, to a tree, when I tie my pencil to a tree. Okay. I... I don't know what that is. I don't know if there's any more gas blasts left. Uh, okay, wait, wait, wait. I have, I have a good... Maybe this doesn't make sense. Um, there's... There's some... Uh... Okay. No, this doesn't. This has this has nothing to do with it. But I was I was uh, okay. Before I end the show, I want to talk about the game. Guess who? How does the game Guess Who still exist today? Like I know how because I played the game and I think it's kind of fun. You know, you like oh, are you uh, are you wearing a hat? Do you have glasses? Yeah, but in today's today's um, atmosphere. How does Guess Who still exist? How did they not shut down? How did they not cancel Guess Who? Is your is your character a man or a woman? Well, maybe they're neither. Is your person black or white? Well, maybe they're whatever they want to be that day. See, the game of Guess Who is broken by today's standards, but they still sell it. Also, Hungry Man. Does Hungry Man dinner still exist? Because, you know, women could eat those. I'm sure women eat Hungry Man dinners. I don't know what I'm talking about. Okay, well, well you know what? L- luck. We'll go right back to luck. Let's just, let's just end the show on, on a lucky tone. I'm lucky that I exist and I have the technology I do to broadcast out to all of you and it makes me happy and um, that's what I'm lucky for. Luck, uh, can you make your own luck? You might be able to make your own luck. Is it free will? It might be. Is it uh, fate? It might be. Is it made by God? No. God doesn't give you luck. It might, okay, coincidence. It might, uh, it it might just be a, a number, a number of statistic thing. Like a statistically speaking, at least uh, you flip a coin. Flip a coin. It's heads or tails. It's fifty-fifty. If it lands on heads more than what it's, it's going to do something more than it does the other thing. And then it's your perception. Luck is. Perception. Life is perception. Nick the Rat is perception. But you know it's not perception? This song. You know, I'm drunk. Fuck this. Uh we'll be back next week on Nick the Rat Radio, and then the week after that we're we're gonna have a stand-in host. I'm hopefully gonna fix stuff, add stuff, make stuff cooler. If I'm or if I don't fuck yeah. Mahalo Nights, take me home tonight. The Wet Bandits remix.
My balls feel great. Come back and do some more. 
It was a fun time. Where can I get lucky next week, right? Wait, the show's over? Wait, the show's over, everybody. When the drip, the drip stopped? Go home. Get out of here. What are you doing here? Get, go. Are you listening on like, where are you, what are you listening on right here? Just fucking turn it off. Sir, don't you have something better to do? Well, I guess you could do stuff while you listen. Don't you have better stuff to listen to? Doesn't like Oprah have a podcast that's going to be life changing? Talking about, we're just talking about luck here. Luck is like one of the most basic things. Come on, guys. You really shouldn't be listening right now. You should really be like. Really? Is that how, that's how it's going to be? You're just going to sit here and listen to me talk to myself? Oh, wait. That's how it usually is. Ah. Get the fuck out of here. I'll see you tomorrow.